0: humans. My name is Jason Revere, and about a year ago, I wrote a book called Get Your Head Out of Your Asana. And since then, um, I've had the pleasure to meet lots of readers and non-readers alike who have requested an audiobook, um, specifically by my voice. So, here it is. Um, I've never done this before, and I think it's kind of boring to just like, read through the book that I wrote, so, um, there might be some dialogue, but I will try to make it clear when it's actually not the book, and when it's just me talking some extra bonus uh, nonsense. So, here we go. Um, I already said the title of the book. I wrote it with the help of my friend and colleague, uh, Sandra Guy. Um... The subheading is the yoga book that isn't, and I'm not going to read through the chapter titles because I will give you to those as we get to them. Um, and there's a little opening quote that says, Nothing is true, everything is permitted, by Ron Swanson, a city official. I thought it no funnier to start a book about the fact that nothing is real from a fictional character. Now, each chapter will have a title, we'll have a, like an opening quote as well before the content begins. Um, so, first chapter, now, why am I here? Opening quote, there is no I in self, spoken by me. Um, and it's funny because, uh, okay, not in the book. When I was selecting this, uh, or when I just sort of had this thought, because when I was writing the book, I had notes all over the wall in my room, in my office, <clears throat> but, um, I was like, I can't be the, f- the, the, the first person who actually sort of wrote this down as just a little side note. And I Googled and Googled and Googled and could find no one. So I Claim the quote for my own, but not really, because, you know, I don't exist. So, anyway, back to the content. I am here as a result of my own awakening. This book documents that process as it has happened and as it is continuing to happen inside me. Very true. Um, what led me here was my own personal yoga practice and a lifetime of questioning. When I arrived, it surprised me that no one had told me exactly what the awakening process would be like. If someone had tried to tell me, they failed. Or, more likely, I wasn't ready or listening. I was shocked that I had spent so many years on assorted spiritual paths, only to end up in a place I had never heard of, or better yet, never been warned about. As funny as it sounds, now I'm awake and I have no emotional attachment to my past, but I still feel the need to share this story in the hope that it will guide others. Keep in mind as you journey with me that all of this is new, and I'm still trying to navigate reality as I now see it. I'm also here to tell you that being awake is nothing like you think it will be. The spiritual marketplace is more like a midnight bazaar. It's filled with tantalizing variations on the same theme, none of which are completely true, at least not outside of Maya. Maya is the collective reality in which we all think we live. Each dish only deserves a small part of the whole. Oh, sorry, not deserves. Each dish only delivers a small part of the whole. That midnight bazaar is a place of chaos and delight, and if you pile it all together, it's very easy to get lost. My spell of illusion is well woven and strong. My goal is to help you break free from it. The only real truth is the one you already know but you aren't completely aware of, the one that sits deep within you that you always find a way to drown out or avoid. We have to actively uncover, release, and awaken it. All my years of study and practice have led me to two simple facts. I know nothing and I do not exist. Beyond that lies the real truth, the answer to all of life's questions, consciousness, the true self. I wanna give you a glimpse what living uh, this way might mean and then show you how to find it. I write this book with the same intention I had when I opened my first yoga school in Amsterdam in 2012. This was something I needed access to in my life, but it didn't exist. So I needed to create something that allowed me to move forward in my own evolution. And this was it. With this book, I want to show you how simple it can be to wake up from the dream we call life. To take control, awaken to your true self, and redesign the way you live to embrace your fullest potential. That said, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's fast or easy. Though this is a basic approach to life, the work is long and arduous, and the process is challenging as it is intense. I'm only a guide. You have to be ready and willing to do the work yourself. End of chapter one. Now, I thought maybe at the end of each chapter I would have a little chat about the chapter, but that one's quite small, Um, and I think it's pretty self-explanatory. So, I think I'm just going to move right into... The next chapter, which is titled, Helpful Things to Know. Opening quote, God is not anything human. God is a force. God is chaos. God is unknown. God is terror and enlightenment at the same time. Ralph Fiennes, an actor. For the purpose of this book, I'd like to share some basic language that's helpful to know when we talk about waking up. And enlightenment. Ooh, that sounded very robotic. Let me start that again. For the purpose of this book, I'd like to share some basic language that's helpful to know when we talk about waking up and enlightenment. Ooh, that's just a weird <laughs> sentence to read, but you know where I'm going with this. If you've been on the yoga spiritual journey for a while, feel free to give this section a pass. So, you know, you can skip forward a couple of minutes if you want, but it never hurts to revisit. Um, first word, asana the physical postures that are performed during a yoga class. Second word, Atman. In Sanskrit, it means self. This is the little piece of Brahman or consciousness of which you are made. The true self of which you think you are made. Let me correct that. Um, The next word, awake. Knowing that there is something bigger going on around you. Seeing what we know to be is, in fact, questionable. Knowing your place in the world. Awareness of Atman.
1: Now the reason I
0: try to separate uh, awake as its own word apart from enlightenment because in my opinion they are two completely different things it's one thing to become aware of the reality well the false reality and it's another to have no more idea of self Now next word Brahman In the Hindu religion, this refers to consciousness, the supreme cosmic spirit, the absolute, all there is, God, if you will, everything. Conscious creation. Once awake, we can influence our lives by following the cues and signs given by the universe and acting upon them. Thus, we can consciously create the life we want. Um, Next words, ego and self. You as you think you are the self that you relate to, the you that feels emotions, that lives your life for you, the character. So, yeah, that's pretty much your whole identity. Uh, Next word, enlightenment, death of the self, no longer living within the illusion of Maya. And to elaborate, that the, the reason there is a separation is uh, true enlightenment is the most gruesome process uh, that you could imagine. It's uh, an internal death. And once you've had that experience, you will understand. Until then, if things are changing, if layers are being broken through, walls are coming down, you're waking up. There is a difference. So keep moving forward. Now, next word, false reality. The world as we know it, everything that we think is real, false reality is projected onto the screen of Maya. Maya is the veil or the illusion in Sanskrit. It's the screen onto which the movie of your life is projected, everything that makes up you and your connection to the false reality. So it's basically just the visual and the emotional of what you perceive as reality. That's all maya. Next word, yoga. The practice of quieting the mind in order to confront the ego so that you can separate yourself from it and experience atman. Followed by the yoga bubble. The space within maya that yogis tend to create and get lost in. The coddling of the ego within the warm embrace and safety of spiritual teachings and beliefs. This is one of the biggest parts of the illusion, especially for people in the yoga world. It's, it's so convincing to think that you're making progress, that you're actually stepping away from the ego and realizing that maya is false, when all you're doing is just digging around into another direction, into the same dirty, muddy water. And then we end with a yogi, a person who has decided to seek the truth. Plain and simple, nothing more than that. End of chapter. Now... I think that's a good enough foundation for us to get started on this. Um, So, yeah, I will take a break now.